0: And now, it's time for the BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. It is a new week here for Major League Baseball. It is a new week of odds, and it is a new week of everything going forward for the rest of September. Welcome to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, my man, Ryan Horvat. We're going to tell you everything there needs to be known about every game coming up this week, not to mention a little bit of World Series futures, and we got to recap a little bit of what's been going on lately, because last week, we thought we had it all figured out, and this week, we got ourselves a whole new potential playoff pitcher,
1: Ryan How you doing, baby? I'm doing good, man. It was a fun weekend. Um, Thank God for Major League Baseball. I know it was, you know, week one of the NFL season. We had a ton of college football, but as a Packer fan, I mean, that game was over for me by the second quarter. Um, And so thank God that baseball saved my night last night because I was looking forward to it. And then uh, once we got to week one, I was like, man, you know what I'm most excited about tonight is Yankees Mets, which sounded uh, strange at the time to everybody in my house. But man, that was a hell of a series. And just like that, the Mets are still alive at least still alive enough to, um, you know, to, 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 to taunt the fans into thinking that they still have a shot to sneak into the postseason. But, man, that second NL wildcard spot is wide open, and uh, a lot went down this weekend.
0: A lot went down this weekend, one of which talking about a team that I've been huge on, The Toronto Blue Jays, not just getting in the wild card. They're currently standing at the top of the wild card, and I think they're going to climb and get some separation going forward. Can't wait to talk about that. Of course, New York Mets, New York Yankees subway series was an absolute blast with a ton of playoff implications. You know, we just talked about the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, the fact that the Yankees lost that series to the Mets in Queens puts them beneath them. In fact, it not only puts them beneath the Toronto Blue Jays, it currently puts them one game out of wild card contention. So that's going to be very interesting because we are going to talk about World Series futures today. And quite frankly, what is that going to mean with the Yankees no longer in playoff contention? Well, they are in playoff contention, but they are not currently holding one of the wild card spots. But let's talk about a little bit of baseball that's taking place on Monday. Some series that are not necessarily holdovers, but beginning of some series. A very interesting day of baseball starting out on Monday. But let's go right at the top. Let's talk about the team that I love so much, the Toronto Blue Jays. They got themselves the Tampa Bay Rays, arguably a team that you and I agree on might be the best team, not just in the American League, but maybe in all of Major League Baseball. What do you
1: think about this game tonight? So I'm so jacked for this game on Monday night, man. And I don't think we could like look ahead to tonight's game without talking a little bit. And I know it's the Orioles, but what they did to the Orioles this weekend, I mean, look at yesterday. What did they win that game? 22 to seven. Vlad hits his 44th homer. He's now tied with Otani at the top of the lead right there. Became the first player in major league baseball to have seven RBIs score, five runs, three walks in a game. Since uh, the RBI became a stat back in 1920, like he, Looked ridiculous. They scored a bunch of runs, over 40 runs in the series. Um, they look really, really good right now. And I know, I know it's Baltimore, but still, I mean, offensively, they're a juggernaut right now, man. And I, I, I wish I would have jumped on them with you. Love that team. Uh, huge series. Now here's what scares me a little bit. Like Tampa Bay doesn't take anybody lightly. You know what I mean? Like even if they have that division wrapped up, they've been like coasting throughout, like literally the whole season long. Like they really haven't had a slump all year long. But this one scares me for Toronto. I mean, they're 10-2. and two. The Rays are in their last 12 road games against a team with a winning record. So whether they're favorites, whether they're dogs, I don't bet against Tampa Bay, man. Uh, they're 4-1 and one in their last five road games against a lefty. They're also 40-13 and 13 in their last 53 against the AL East. I'm going to stay away from this one because I'm going to be rooting for Toronto. And I never root against the Rays, but here's a series where I do want them to fall. But still, man, it's tough to, to, to go against the Rays. And after what I saw this weekend, don't really want to bet against Toronto.
0: Well, I agree with you. It's hard to go against the Rays. We know Toronto's not going to catch up to the Rays. There's just not enough time. It could be possible if there was maybe two months left in the season. But right, right now, they're about, what, eight games behind the yeah. Rays in the first place uh, setting? But listen, I'm actually going to go against you on this one. Not only am I rooting for Toronto, but this team has been surging like crazy before they even faced Baltimore. And, yes, we agree on Tampa Bay, but they are playing in Toronto. And, amazingly, you are getting plus odds on the Tampa Bay Rays, which is incredible, which you're not going to see very much of. But I really like Manoa, minus yeah. 135. And here's one thing I do know that's going to happen today. Both these teams are going to swing the bat a little bit. I like the over Over nine minus 115 today. I think those both will hit today. But, man, I love both of these teams, and I think we're going to see both of these teams in the playoffs.
1: No, I'm with you, man. I like the over. That's a strong play, especially the way that both of these teams are scoring runs, especially Toronto. Granted, again, it was against Baltimore, but I mean, everybody in that lineup has pop. And uh, I like the pitching matchup as well. I was waiting and holding off on this one to see who Tampa Bay was going to end up throwing. I think obviously Toronto has the uh, advantage going up in this one on Monday. I'm with you. Two teams I'm rooting for would have no problem with either of these teams uh, winning at all this year. So I'm just going to sit back and relax and watch this one. I'm with you on the over, though. I'm going to jump on that. I'm going to root for a lot of runs in this series.
0: I think there's going to be a lot of runs. I think the Blue Jays will just do it themselves the way right. they can swing in the bat. Seriously. Just Vladdy Jr. alone. And by the way, we talked about Vladdy Jr. And we talked. you mentioned all the things that Vladdy's been doing. Still has no chance for the MVP award. I just want to make that abundantly clear.
1: Yeah, let's say, okay. T- I, I almost just said the stupidest, asked the dumbest question ever. So, Otani's what, nine and one on the bump this year, whatever he is. He's been ridiculous. I do have the MVP ticket, so it's not like I'm rooting against him or anything. But if you were just judging offensive numbers, it'd be a lot, lot closer, right? I mean, Otani's oh, oh, going to win the MVP because. He's, he's, he's a starting pitcher as well. Yeah.
0: That's why he's going to win the MVP. Right. Keep, keep in mind, even if, even if Vladdy Jr. Wins the triple crown, he's not winning the MVP last triple crown winner did win the MVP, but there was a lot of debate about it because everyone thought that year that he won the triple crown.
1: It should have gone to Mike Trout who actually had a better year. Right now. Let me ask you this now. Okay, so so that's obvious, right? Otani's going to be the MVP. But do you have any issue just because the Angels stink? Like, they're not going to the postseason? Let's say Toronto does get into the postseason. You know what I mean? Like, in any other sport, I feel like that's a bigger deal. Like, in the NFL, like, it's really rare that you see an NFL MVP that's not on a first-place team. Same thing with the NBA. You know what I mean? There was a couple years back where, you know, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs in the first half of the season. They kept asking, well, if if LeBron puts up these ridiculous numbers and they miss out on the playoffs, should he be the MVP? or even in the finals when he did it in a losing effort and was averaging a triple-double. They're like, ah, we can't give the MVP to LeBron because he was on the losing side. Do you have any problem with that in Major League Baseball? Because I don't. It's such a long season, and what Otani's doing, like, we haven't seen anybody do this since Babe Ruth.
0: I really don't have a problem. If you're having the best season in Major League Baseball, you should be rewarded for having the best season in Major League Baseball. Alex Rodriguez won an MVP on the worst team in Major League Baseball in in Texas once. It's just the the way it goes sometimes, and quite frankly... We can't pretend that what Otani's doing right now isn't unbelievable. It's never happened, literally never happened, and and we're at a point in 150 years of Major League Baseball actually saying we're watching something that has never happened. And we, who knows when we're gonna actually say that again?
1: I was gonna say, do you think we'll ever see anything like this, even if it's like our kids' kids, like 20 years down the road, like especially somebody from the states? Because, and that was what's crazy. Like we'd always joke about that, like in high school and college. It's like. Look at uh, a good example is um, Jake DeGrom, who was a shortstop in college. But it's funny, like, I would always talk about, like, National League and, like, do they need to adopt the uh, DH? And I'd always talk about this with my dad and he'd be like, funny thing is growing up, the best pitchers are always the best hitters, too. And then these guys get to the NL and, you know, they can't hit anymore. So it's just ridiculous seeing Otani be able to do it all.
0: But to answer your, your your quandary with your your father all the time, yes, yes, adopt the DH. Adopt the DH for the love of God. I want to stop watching pitchers hit. I do not want to see sack bunts by pitchers. Please give me the DH, please. I know. Uh, let's, let's move on to the next game with serious playoff implications. We talked a little bit about the New York Mets already, and they have quite a series ahead of them, a team that's up two games on them on the wild card and that is the St. Louis Cardinals who are only one game out at the moment who man who thought about this a month ago that we'd be sitting here talking about the one game out of the wild card St. Louis Cardinals but here it is they got Wainwright on the mound versus Rich Hill a very veteran veteran matchup today and I actually personally I like Wainwright today on the money line against the Mets in Queens. What say you?
1: Yeah, I mean, Wainwright's been ridiculous all season long. I mean, you look at this matchup on Monday, man. He has a 2.38 ERA in 18 starts, which, you know, began in June. Going against Rich Hill. You know, Rich Hill's been pretty solid. He's not getting any younger. Like you said, this is a very veteran matchup. The only thing that scares me is... Well, you look at New York, man, one in five in Hill's last six starts. I think they're one in eight in the last nine home games against a team with a winning record. But obviously this is a huge series right here. I would actually lean St. Louis in this spot. You're, you're going to go with New York?
0: No, I'm I'm leaning on Wainwright and St. You're Louis. Going with Wainwright too. Okay, I'm good. going with St. Louis today. I like this matchup. However, the series going forward, I just need to see the pitching matchups per, personally. But, yeah. man, I like Wainwright in this game. They are playing in Queens. And I, personally, on a personal level, I'd like to see the Mets take this. I really would. I'd like to see the Mets really kind of charge back and get one of these wildcard spots. I don't see it happening. I'm more inclined to think that St. Louis might keep this going, the way Arenado's been swinging it lately. Their pitching staff has actually been stepping it up a little bit. And yeah. the Mets, you know they can win a couple of games and then go right back and lose 10 in a row.
1: Yeah, I just don't trust Rich Hill. You know, he hasn't picked up a win since, I believe, like – it was like June 23rd, I think was his last victory. But I mean, the thing is he's been solid his last four starts, you know, 2.45 ERA, 22 winnings. Um, that's why we don't really look at win loss records. I get for pitchers, you know, it doesn't really matter a whole lot anymore, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to ride with uh, St. Louis, but like we say, every pod, man, I, I can't stand the Cardinals. I can't believe they're only a game back. They just won't go away. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with you. I'm going to go with St. Louis today. I don't know. I'll have to look at the pitching matchups for the rest of the series, but as far as for Monday, I'll be on the Cardinals,
0: as will I. Another game taking place on Monday that has serious playoff implications, a team that is finding themselves out of wild card spot at the moment, and that is San Diego Padres. They just got swept by the Los Angeles Dodgers in a, I wouldn't say embarrassing fashion, but as close to embarrassing fashion as can possibly be even their own fans are starting to turn on them at this point. And this is a team that is not historically a major competitor in major league baseball, but I think there's just been so much hype around this team and to see the amount, the amount of injuries that have taken place and the amount of easily winnable ball games take place that they've dropped. They got San Francisco. They're in San Francisco. They just got swept by the Dodgers. I am so, so, so worried about the San Diego Padres, not to mention Blake Snell coming out of the first inning yesterday. And Blake Snell has been lately. That team's MVP has been incredible since August. They got Darvish on the mound on Monday night, taking on Leon. Listen, the the, the Giants are normally going to be favored a lot more in this game, but they got Leon on the mound. They're facing Darvish. They are favored. Minus 115. I don't think you're going to see a better money line for a Giants game than this. You know they're going to swing it, and we don't know what we're going to get out of Darvish. I'm leaning towards the Giants minus 115 on the money
1: line tonight. I think you have to, right? And it's crazy because you do have you Darvish on the bump. I know he was a little bit better um, last Wednesday, allowed just one hit, three hits, uh, one run on three hits, I should say, walked one and struck out seven, went six innings, uh, but coming off the IL, you know, he's just been so inconsistent this season, eight and nine, the ERA is up a little bit, 3.95 does have 176 strikeouts in just 146 innings, but still it's a bullpen day for the Giants. And I'm looking at them at this price because San Diego, their last 24 games is eight and 16. They get swept by the Dodgers. I'm a little bit worried. Like you said, Blake Snell was having his best, his best month really was this team's MVP now, if he's out, you know he goes to the IL for ten days, two weeks. I think they're in big trouble. I mean, they already had to dig up the Jake Arietta corpse. Uh, Darvish has been inconsistent. They're four and eleven in their last fifteen on the road. Meanwhile, San Francisco just won't go away, man. They got the Cubs uh, last weekend. They beat up on the Cubs here on Monday. You look at it; they're forty and eighteen in their last fifty-eight against their own division. That's ridiculous. Thirty-nine and eighteen in their last fifty-seven overall. They're just not going away, man. So I'm with you. I'm going to take the Giants, especially if you're getting them at this price, uh, going against a San Diego team that's beat up right now and struggling.
0: Not to mention that. I know you mentioned this is a bullpen game for the Giants, but the last two bullpen games the Giants threw were both against the Dodgers and they won both those games. So amazingly, a bullpen game for the Giants is not a bullpen
1: game for, say, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Right, exactly, man. And I love this rotation, love the bullpen. Again, like the lineup, they do just enough. You know, like they do just enough to win games. And I thought maybe that would be like a sneaky game when we talked on uh, Friday when we did the pod because I said, okay, the Giants are going to take this series against the Cubs at Wrigley. The only game where maybe they do get upset would be on Friday going against Kyle Hendricks. And that was not the case. I mean, they yeah. lit him up. Um, Did play a couple Chris Bryant home run props. I love a good narrative. You had Chris Bryant, man, the emotional (laughs) tribute. I was like, he's going yard today. And I was getting like three to one odds. He did not homer. And that's why I don't play a whole lot of homer props. I'll look at maybe some RBI, some strikeouts every once in a while. But um, the narrative didn't fit. But still, man, a good weekend for the Giants. And they're just not going away. And the Dodgers take that series from the Padres. They sweep them. And they're still looking up at San Francisco. So what a year, man. That division, just the entire National League is, is just Awesome right now. And I know the wild card race is a little bit better in the AL. There's some more exciting teams, but honestly, I don't think baseball has ever been better. Like seriously, you you know what I mean? And I know we're getting into football season. There's golf going on every weekend, but still like everybody should be paying attention, especially to some of these individual performances, like Otani, like Vlad, you know, Um, just a ridiculous season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about, but you mentioned you think only in the American League side. uh, You know, when we last talked on Friday, we were talking about how there were four teams all within one game. Now we're back over on the National League side on Monday, and we got like four teams all within one game. It is just, it has been madness going back and forth. And really, it already feels like October baseball right now. And we just mentioned the Arizona Diamondbacks, one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball. And who do they got right now? Well, they got to face the Los Angeles Dodgers in L.A. Clayton Kershaw making his return Monday night. There is no value to the money line whatsoever. The Diamondbacks are arguably the worst road team in Major League Baseball. Um, I don't expect much out of them. Of course, the money line set at minus 275, which is, by the way, in my opinion, a little high because it's Clayton Kershaw's first game back off the IL. And he's been on the IL for quite a while And you know they're only going to throw them roughly three innings. They're not going to push them very hard. They have no reason to. They need them ready in October. They don't need them ready right now. However, I do love me some run line minus 130 favoring towards the Dodgers. You know they're going to beat this team by six.
1: Exactly. There's only two ways to play this, man. You either play the Dodgers on the run line because, like you said, they're going to beat up on the Diamondbacks. Or if you want to take a shot with the dog and you're like, well, we haven't seen Kershaw in a long time, you could jump on Arizona if you're getting that price, you know. Plus 250, plus 230, depending where it closes at over a bet MGM. That'd be the only way to play this one. You're obviously not going to lay nearly three to one odds, uh, you know, minus 290, minus 300 with the Dodgers, even with Kershaw back on the mound, because we haven't seen him in a while and he's coming off the IL. Um, I think this is a huge game tonight, which sounds crazy because it's at home against Arizona. Obviously, you're still fighting. They want to win that division because you're a team like the Dodgers, man. You know, you are a 91 win team you do not want to play in that one game wildcard playoff. We've talked about that because fluky things can happen. Like they can get beat. And then you're looking at a hundred and win, hundred win team that's going home after just one playoff game. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I think that we have to see what Kershaw looks like for me to know which way I'm playing the Dodgers the rest of the way in this postseason. You know what I mean? Obviously there's really no value jumping on them to win the world series right now, but just game by game, when we get into the postseason, they're going to need Clayton Kershaw. We know what's going down with Trevor Bauer. He's not going to pitch at least the rest of this season. Um, Obviously, the Scherzer pickup was huge. Like, I think he's live to win the Cy Young. He's been absolutely ridiculous since they acquired him, and I can't wait to see him pitch in the postseason. Hopefully, they do get past that one-game wild card so we can see that. But still, I think this is a big night because they're going to need Kershaw in that rotation if they have realistic a uh, realistic shot at winning the World Series.
0: Absolutely, with, especially with some other teams that have been pitching really well lately, teams that I seemingly have been refusing to get on board with Milwaukee. And it seems as though I've been wrong to not get on board because they have been incredible. But keep in mind, those last two games that we mentioned taking place on Monday night, Arizona, L.A., SD San Francisco. Guys, these are arguably the two biggest series taking place this week with the most playoff implications because just like you said, we're going to have a team with 100 wins playing a one-game playoff. Will it be the Dodgers? Will it be the Giants? And here we are getting very close to the end of this entire thing and the Giants are taking on the Padres who themselves are fired up to try and get a playoff spot and you got the Dodgers taking on arguably the worst of major league baseball. This could shift by the end of this week because the Dodgers are only down two and a half games to the San Francisco giants.
1: That's why I love this pod so much, man. Like we'll come back on Thursday. We'll come back next Monday and we could have a completely different story, especially in that division, especially if a team does have a slip up, but you expect the Dodgers to get right this week. We could have a whole new situation. It could be the giants as the wild card uh, a team. When we come back on Thursday or definitely on Monday, um, It's awesome right now. This race is just tremendous. I mean, there's still some really good races. I mean, there's some teams that lock stuff up. Like, if you look at the AL, the White Sox have had that division wrapped up. You know what I mean? The Rays have their division wrapped up. But there's still some races going on right now, and you can still find some value betting on these games. Like, you know, every single day, if you want to take a side, if you want to take a total, but also jumping into the futures market as well. And I'm glad that you're starting to come around on the Brewers, man, because that rotation is ridiculous. Corbin Burns, the other night, Now, I wanted to see him go back out there, but I also get it with Craig Council. Like he said in the postgame press conference, we're playing for something bigger than just a no hitter. And he was at 118 pitches, but still, I did want to see him uh, complete that no hitter the other night, man, because I know that when I was doing radio in Milwaukee, like that's all they want is a no hitter. It's been forever. All the hosts that I worked with, everybody's like, I just want to see one no hitter. So I was giving them a hard time. Like, ah, combined no hitter doesn't count. Obviously it counts. And I think they made the right decision. You don't want him going up there at 135, 140 pitches this late in the season, but still it kind of sucked not seeing him go back out there the other night.
0: Yeah, I totally understand that move. I I, I, yeah. I agree on i I know this is unpopular. I agreed with the move. I thought it yeah. was the
1: right thing to do,
0: and you know, and I liked that Burns was on board with it as well, even though it is a no-hitter, but at the end of the day. As much as Milwaukee fans want a no-hitter, don't they want a World Series just a little wait more?
1: more? Way more. Let me ask you a dumb question. Okay, so he had the perfect game, I want to say, going into the seventh inning. If, if, if that's still a perfect game, does he go back out there in the ninth even with 118 pitches?
0: I think so, because it's a perfect game. Um, that's just really the main reason. That's what I mainly think is going to be it. If it's a perfect game, he might allow it. But even then, I'm still 2nd ge- If I'm the manager of that team, I'm Craig Council, I'm second-guessing myself because we got to play for something bigger. And I wasn't on board with the Milwaukee Brewers until yesterday. What and changed? Here's, here, what changed was yeah. seeing the health of Peralta. Seeing that Peralta's good to go made me go, uh-oh, everyone is in so much
1: trouble. I know, man. And then you, like... Okay, so the, and then you get into the bullpen and you got Devin Williams and then you have Josh Hader who's just, I mean, lights out, man. Josh Hader is, is absolutely ridiculous. I feel like he's not a big enough name around Major League Baseball like when you he talk really Closers as well. Their bullpen, their rotation. And here's the scariest thing. Last year they had, what, the third worst offense in the National League? They score runs. Like, they got a bunch of no-name, like, if you're, like, not, you know, just a casual fan, a bunch of no-name dudes, because a couple years back, like, every other at-bat, Christian Yelich was going deep. It was ridiculous, or they were intentionally walking him. Now, he's not even the superstar in that lineup. You know, he's just another dude, and they're scoring a bunch of runs. I think they're for real. They're going to be a scary team. I would not want to see them in the postseason with the health of Peralta, which you brought up, with Burns, and with Brandon Woodruff, you know, and, like, guys like Adrian Hauser have been fine this season as well.
0: You know, there is more parody, I think, in Major League Baseball right now than we've ever seen. You know, back in that we look back in the 90s and early 2000s, it's like always Yankees and Red Sox because they had the most money. Now it doesn't matter how much money you have. Everybody's got money. It's not a big deal. Now, just because you're the Dodgers, and you have the most money. Yeah, the Dodgers are arguably one of the best teams in baseball. But can you honestly say it's because they've been spending the most money? Because a lot of those guys are homegrown talent that they developed themselves. I I just love where the game currently is and potentially where it's going even more. And one more game on Monday night. Open up that BetMGM app right now because you got Boston and Seattle taking place on Monday night. Rodriguez versus Gilbert. Listen. Seattle I agree has been playing good baseball. They've been as close to one game out of that second wild card spot. Now they're back to 3. They really blew an opportunity taking on the Diamondbacks this last weekend. Real blown opportunity. And now they got to play Boston at home. Listen, you're getting minus 125 on Boston, and quite frankly, Seattle is starting to do what we kind of expected them to do, and that's fade away. I like the money line on Boston, and I also like the over eight minus 105 tonight. I think balls are going to be flying out of what used to be called Safeco Park.
1: Yep. Also on Monday night over at BetMGM, jumped on the over, and I'm also going with Boston, even though another thing we talk about is how we do root for Seattle. Seattle's young. Seattle, I think, is maybe a year away from being a year away still. But in Major League Baseball, man, there's so much parity. And, like, who would have thought the Giants would do what they do this year? So they could come back strong next year. I don't expect them to sneak into that wild card spot. They got Logan Gilbert going. You know, he's been up and down this season, ERA slightly over five. He has looked really good in back-to-back outings uh, against the Astros. Had a five-inning shutout against them last week. But still, man, I got to go with Boston. I have to. They're five and two in the last seven meetings with Seattle. Really like the over. I think some runs are going to be scored on Monday night.
0: I agree with you entirely. And of course, we got a lot of series starting this week before Thursday that are not taking place on Monday night. They'll be starting on Tuesday. And let's go a little rapid fire and see how we feel about these upcoming series. We got Chicago Cubs versus Philly. Now we don't know. We know what we, we know what the Cubs are. They're the 4A team. I love them. My favorite version of the Cubs, maybe of all time, as a personal thing. I just can't get enough of these guys. Even though they just got swept by the Giants, they played hard that entire series. Honestly, if you're a Cubs fan, you got to at least be proud of these guys on the field.
1: No, honestly, you know, I mean, it's kind of a fun story. It's a little bit um, heartbreaking and depressing when somebody like Chris Bryant comes back to Wrigley Field And it's like, thank you for everything that you've done, Chris Bryant. I'm like, well, he really didn't need to go. You could have extended him. He's only 29 (laughs) years old. We're treating him like it's Albert Pujols going back to St. Louis, man. And he's pushing 40 years old. You know what I mean? I'm like, this guy's going to be around another eight to 10 years. You could have kept him and Anthony Rizzo in Chicago. I was fine saying goodbye to Javi Baez. Um, This series, if I'm a Phillies fan, kind of scares me a little bit. Even though you're at home, you got the Cubs on the road. Like the Cubs are that team that will probably play spoiler here. And the Phillies, like... Imagine trusting the Phillies right now, man. Unfortunately, I did so a couple months back, jumped on them to win the division. They're so inconsistent. Like, every time you think they're back, then they just, they're just not, it's just been a disaster for them this season. So um, here's some here's some games I'm staying away from because I can see the Cubs playing spoiler on the road. So can week. I. You know? And I'm um,
0: honestly going to stay away from them. Yeah. That entire series, I'm going to stay away from it because I really feel like the Cubs, that 4A team can play spoiler over in Philly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like they just got so complacent towards the end of that run after 2016. You know what I mean? Like, and the other thing was obviously Theo Epstein, like he never developed pitching. So every year they had to go out there and they had to chase pitching and the Jose Quintana move obviously didn't work out really nothing they did with that rotation ended up working out except for Darvish. And then they obviously packaged him to the Padres, probably the right decision at 35 years old, but still um, they, I can see them playing spoiler and I'm out on the Phillies, man. They're a disaster. Every time they bring me back in, like I I start getting hyped up for them and then they'll just be an absolute disaster, like in a weekend series. So nothing there for me. Staying away.
0: It's your rock. It's your, it's your Godfather three moment. Every time, every time you I think almost you're out, they pull you back, back in. in.
1: Exactly. That's how I feel about the Phillies, man. And this has been going on for years. For some reason, I have this weird obsession with the Phillies. I like the bullpen a little bit this year. I like the rotation. Bryce Harper is going to be a serious MVP candidate. Um, they're, I'm never again with them. Never again with any team from Philadelphia. to be <laughs> No teams, no Seriously. more
0: Philly. No. All right. Well, not only that, we got a team that we talked about quite at length last week, by the way. A team that I was starting to worry about. And that's the Chicago White Sox. And they're taking on the Los Angeles Angels this weekend, a team that we agree is not very good, even though they got the greatness of Otani with them. But the White Sox were a team I was worried about getting a little complacent. They started dropping some very winnable games. They started looking lazy in the later innings of the game. And then this last weekend series came about and they gutted out some hard victories, made me think, nope. They ain't they ain't letting off the gas pedal. They might be protecting their starters, but this offense is going to carry them even when their starters don't. I really like the White Sox this week and I like the White Sox going forward. I all all worry I had, all of it. And by the way, people have been talking about Kimbrel not being very good since he's joined the White Sox. That's not true. He's only really given up, like, one run to a team that isn't the Chicago Cubs. Like, Kimbrel's actually been great. He gave up a run yesterday, of course, blew that save, but they ended up winning it in the 10th, so it worked out just fine. I... I like this team a lot, and I, I'm i willing to bet that the uh, they're going to go ahead and sweep
1: right past the Angels. This was a big series for them this past weekend, man, as we sit here on Monday, you know, and honestly, like they proved a lot to me because again, we we're talking about it. Maybe they're getting a little complacent. They've already run away with that division, uh, but that felt like a postseason series. You know what I mean? That really did. Um, I think this is a big week for them. I'm going to be on them. I'm going to be hammering them all week. Uh, I, I think that they're going to beat up on the Angels. But it's a big series, I think, because we're going to get to see Giolito come off the IL this week. And he's going to obviously be huge for that rotation because I don't really trust Keuchel. I don't think you can. He's allowed five or more runs in his last four starts. I do like the bullpen. Uh, So I think that that's the thing that I'm going to be looking out for. I'm going to be betting a lot of money on the White Sox against the Angels, especially uh, on Tuesday. They're going to send that Packy Naughton guy back out there. And um, the Angels are, that is. I'm going to be all over the White Sox, but I want to see what Giolito looks like. Because uh, that was my one concern, like a couple weeks back, ah, that injury, you know, some inconsistency in the uh, rotation and in the bullpen. But after what I saw this weekend, now I just want to see Giolito look healthy, and I'll be back aboard the uh, White Sox hype train.
0: If the Lance Lynn start yesterday was anything, right. anything to go off on, and what could be for Lucas Giolito this week and going forward? Man, I was a little worried seeing Lance back out there going, okay, what has he got in the tank? Is it going to be three to four innings? Now, six innings, shut out baseball. He looked like an absolute star. He looked like Lance Lynn. And if Lucas Giolito looks like a fraction of that, this team's going to be extremely hard to beat throughout the rest of the month, not to mention in October. Oakland, Kansas City. Oakland, what a disappointment. I think they're, in my opinion, in Major League Baseball, no one's been a bigger disappointment since the All-Star break than the Oakland A's because they did everything right. They got brought in some new bats that they needed. They brought in a couple of bullpen arms. They should be winning, and they are not winning, and they are going up against Kansas City, who I agree, they are probably a year two years away from really legitimately competing again, but they know how to play. Spoiler, that is one thing that the Kansas City Royals are really good at right now, and Salvador Perez is just going to, you know, you know, he's going to Homer three times this weekend.
1: No, I mean, seriously, like shout out to him for making me a bunch of money in my fantasy baseball league because (laughs) he was on an absolute tear a couple of weeks back, man. He, what do you have like five or six homers during that week? And literally just carried my team in the postseason. Um, I might be looking to play the Royals at times this week, like you said, as spoilers. Yeah, they're 13 games below five hundred, but they're at home. They've done it all season long. They're a tricky team to figure out, and Oakland's been a huge disappointment. I'll maybe look at them on Tuesday with uh, Montez on the bump. He's been solid this season. But Kansas City's a team I really don't like betting against, all season long. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. Even after the deadline, they made some moves, and they said goodbye to Jorge Soler, and everything that they've done. I've actually really liked. And I think that that's a team that's going to be contending in a couple of years here. Um, So I'm staying away from that series. May play Oakland on Tuesday. But other than that, if I get a good enough price with Kansas City as big enough dogs, I'll probably look for that to continue. I think that they're going to play spoiler here the last month of the season and beat some good teams.
0: And I'm, I'm with you on that. I'd watch out for not just Kansas City, but the entire American League Central in these next couple of years, because another team that's got a series coming up, that's the Detroit Tigers, a team that's been playing better than the Kansas City Royals. They're currently third in their division, and it's not out of the realm that they might catch up and get to second the way the Cleveland Indians have been playing. But Detroit's got a buzzsaw ahead of them. They're playing at home, but they're about to play Milwaukee, who we just discussed is a nasty ball club
1: seriously man and if you look how that series is going to line up they're going to see freddie peralta Uh, i'm not betting against the brewers the rest of the season so that should be tuesday wednesday they should see brandon woodruff and that would mean on thursday uh if everything goes accordingly they would most likely well then they're in tampa bay actually so that that doesn't get much easier for detroit like if they're going to look to play spoiler i love what they're doing though in detroit man i love that Mm -hmm. rotation like if i'm a tigers fan and they do get up to second place like I think that that would be like a huge step moving forward because I think they're going to be good. If they're not contending by next year, probably the year after that. Uh, But obviously a tough ask for them this week going against the Brewers. When you got Peralta, when you got Woodruff on the mound. So I'll be looking to play the Brewers maybe on the run line this week.
0: Yeah. And I agree with you. They're going to be a tough team to bet against going forward, especially in September, October. Yeah. I might be singing a different tune, but in September, Milwaukee's going to be extremely hard to bet against. We already talked about the San Diego Padres and the San Diego Padres are, if if any of them are listening to this podcast, they're about to hate these words about to come out of my mouth because Cincinnati has got Pittsburgh. Oh no, not the phrase anyone in San Diego wants to hear because San Diego playing San Francisco the Reds right now got Pittsburgh. Obviously, obviously we're both going to be fading Pittsburgh this week. And I think Cincinnati is going to
1: gain probably two full games on the San Diego Padres. Dude, Not to bring this back to Milwaukee, but what if they still had Wade Miley in that rotation? Oh, I know, you know, I know you never, he's been solid this year. Like I went, I went back and looked at the ERA 2.89 ERA is 12 and five on the season Now, usually like if if Miley has two good starts, I'll fade him in that third because he has been inconsistent at times. But you got him going against Dylan Peters and the Pirates. I think the Reds are going to feast on the Pirates. There's one team I don't expect to play spoiler uh, down the stretch is the Pirates. They're 52 and 91 on the season. Um, It's a scary situation if you're rooting against the Reds because I think that they're going to they're going to eat this week.
0: Yep, and another team that I do not expect to play. Spoiler, the Baltimore Orioles are hosting the New York Yankees. And listen, I know the Yankees have had a rough, rough go for these last two weeks. They played actually quite well for the most part. In New York against the Mets they did drop the series but it was a hard-fought series not to mention I liked seeing a little bit of fire on that field I liked seeing Stanton going after Lindor I liked seeing that take place I think that is hopefully a spark for both of these teams to kind of move forward however I don't think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs I really truly do not I think they're going to fade out However, I think they got it more than well in hand against Baltimore. And if they don't, I'd start fading the Yankees for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they don't take care of business this week, they're screwed. They're in huge trouble. I love Stanton, man. I love that dude. I didn't know – a couple years back, I didn't know if I did. After last night, like, I love that guy. And then Garrett Cole was getting all fired up last night. We're going to see him on the mound. Um, I think they're going to beat up on Baltimore. But I'm with you. I don't think the Yankees get in. I think Toronto's going to get in. I don't think Toronto's going to fade away. I just – You look at that lineup, I think they do have enough pitching. And with the Yankees, I just – I don't trust – it's crazy. I actually kind of – I trust the rotation. I don't trust them to score enough runs in these games.
0: It's incredible. And, and, you know, a lot of guys that come to New York for the first time, they don't really do all that great. You're seeing Gallo struggling quite a bit at the moment. Um, You know, those are the left-handed bats they brought in, Gallo and Rizzo. And you were expecting them to – and it really, really gave them a huge bump for two weeks. But since those two weeks, they've looked like a completely different team – uh, their pitching, like you said, actually has been holding up, which has not been the Yankees' story all season
1: long. No, seriously, uh, man. And that's <clears> the thing. Like, I liked the moves, obviously. Um, but, like, Joey Gallo, you kind of know what Joey Gallo is. You know what I mean? He's going to strike out a bunch. He's going to hit some homers. And then Anthony Rizzo kind of does this every year, too. Like, he'll go on a stretch where he's just on fire for a month. Does strike out a lot himself. So while I liked the moves, I just, I don't think they're going to be enough. And even if the Yankees do sneak their way in, I could see them losing in the wild card game. I don't, I don't think they're going far this year.
0: Well, those are the games that we truly care about this week. But before we go, we got to do a little bit of futures talk. So once again, pull out your BetMGM MGM app and let's take a look. Cause we did it last week. We got to do it again because the reason we got to do it again is because the playoff landscape has already completely shifted since last week because we have full brand new teams that are currently Holding wild card spots, so let's take a look at those World Series futures, Ryan.
1: Let's do it. All right. So the Dodgers, uh, the overwhelming favorites, right? Plus two fifty. I don't see any value there. You?
0: No. And I still can't listen. I I think they're the best team in baseball. But we are, are we still just denying that they're two and a half games behind the San Francisco Giants?
1: Right. Right. I want a better price on the Dodgers if they have to get through that wild card game. Exactly. Plus two fifty. Yeah. No, thank you. Over at BetMGM right now. The Astros have the second-best odds, plus 450. Decent value right there. I don't trust the Astros, man. I, I don't, don't trust the Astros.
0: I don't either. I thought they could have made some more moves. If they got another arm, another major Basically, if they got their hands on Max Scherzer, I'd be worried about the Astros. But exactly. they didn't. The Dodgers exactly. got their hands on Max Scherzer. And that might be the single reason why they actually are currently at the very top of
1: these odds. Uh, you got two teams that are sitting there seven to one plus seven hundred over at BetMGM, and that is the Chicago White Sox. Two teams I really like too. You got the White Sox are seven to one, the Rays are seven to one. In your opinion, who's the better bet? And I- I'd have to go with the Rays. They were there I last guess. year. They probably win the thing if Blake Snell isn't taken out of that game. I'm really high on the Rays, and I love that price plus seven hundred as we sit here Monday, September thirteenth.
0: Seven to one odds for the team that went to the World Series last year, right. the team that is the best team in the American League right now. I mean, how can you not sprinkle a little bit over there? But there is, of course, another team in the American League that I think is worth sprinkling, and I'm just waiting for you to say their name.
1: It's coming. Don't worry. And I love love this price, too. Um, All right. So here's two of the sleeper teams in the NL, even though they've been the best teams, not only like two of the best teams in the National League, but in their division. You got the Brewers at 9-1, to plus 900 over at BetMGM, and you got the Giants, plus 900. I would lean Brewers because of that rotation, but I, it's hard to bet against the Giants or not at least take a flyer with them if you're getting a nine to one ticket on the best team in all of baseball. Your thoughts?
0: For whatever reason, and I can't pinpoint it. We just discussed it. I, I feel like I'm a complete hypocrite, I just said that the Dodgers shouldn't be having higher odds than the Giants. But for, there's something in me right now that I can't pinpoint that will not allow me to put a flyer on the Giants. I do not believe that team will win the World Series. I might be eating my words in a month and a half. I wouldn't even be mad if I was. But every time I look at this team, I just don't see the World Series taking
1: place. I just don't. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then I look at the price for the Yankees, plus 1,000, 10 to 1 odds with the Yanks. Like, if that's any other team, I I don't think that that's the price with them. That's a stay away from me.
0: That is just, that is, hey, remember, remember 1922? That is all that is saying. No, and remember, remember, remember the Yankees in the 20s? <laughs> Here you go.
1: Right, exactly. What do you think about the Braves? 15 to 1, plus 1,500 over at BetMGM.
0: I was a lot hotter on it about three weeks ago. They've been playing very much 500 baseball since then. I think they're going to break out of this and you know, kind of run away with the division a little bit more. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they got to play in October against the Dodgers, the Giants, the Brewers. These are all teams that I just have head and
1: shoulders above them. All right, 30 to 1, plus 3,000 right now, the Toronto Blue Jays. Put a flyer on it. It's worth exactly. it. Why not? It's Throw just a worth blocks. it. It's
0: completely yeah. worth it. I think they're going to, I don't think they're ma- just making the playoffs. I think they're going to separate themselves in that first wild card spot. And whoever they're playing, I'm inclined to think it's going to be Boston. I think they're going to beat Boston. I think they're going to get in and then it's anybody's ball game. You might as well take a, You said 30 to one. Yeah. Come on. Take a flyer on this team. They are the hottest team in the game. They scored 22 yesterday because they wanted to outscore most NFL teams. And they did. I mean, let's, I am I'm, I'm really digging this team right now, man. And I hope I'm not eating my words in a couple of weeks. Cause again, they are young, a little inexperienced, but man, are they fun? I
1: know. And I hate when people say it, but I feel like, you know, when people are like, Oh, they're young enough to know that they're not even supposed to be there right now. But still like, that's kind of how I feel about the blue Jays this year, because I'm not the red Sox are the same price. No, thank you. I mean, with all the COVID issues, what they have eight dudes that have tested positive for COVID throughout the last week? I don't really trust the rotation. I, I'm out on Boston. Um, And then the only other guys, only other teams worth playing. You have the Padres 35 to one. No, thank you for me. And then you got the Reds 50 to one.
0: You know, I think the Reds have a real shot of getting this wild card spot. But again, we talked about earlier in the show, the St. Louis Cardinals just drive us nuts and they figure out how to get in there. And I'm really scared they're going to figure out how to get in there. I think this is honestly what I'm starting to think that's going to take place. I think the wild card game and Go ahead and pull this out right now and throw it in my face if I'm wrong. But I think the National League wildcard game is going to be the St. Louis Cardinals versus the San Francisco Giants.
1: Okay, so before we get out of here, that's one that I find really interesting hearing you say that because I'm looking at this and it doesn't make any sense. So over at BetMGM right now, the Phillies are 66 to 1. That makes sense. The Mets are 66 to 1. The A's are 80 to 1. Tell me why I could get the Cardinals right now. 150 to one to win the world series. They're a game back in the wild card. Like there's something where I'll take some pizza money and just, just because I know, I know how this goes with the Cardinals. I don't think they're going to win the world series, but I just find it crazy that I have better, uh, a better price with the St. Louis Cardinals than the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Mets. Like the Mets are still three games back in the wild card. I don't know why that's
0: taking place. That's that. That's just a mistake. Maybe they just think that the Cardinals are currently a flash in the pan, but we're going to sit here and pretend that Nolan Arenado is not a perennial MVP candidate. Uh, Goldschmidt is still one of the best first basemen in baseball, no matter how much we ignore him. I mean, that is a good baseball team. Is it as good as other Cardinals teams in the past? No, not even remotely close. But the Cardinals figure out how to win. They always do. And if they get in October, listen, the last two times they won the World Series, were they supposed to be there?
1: No. No,
0: they really weren't. They I mean, one of the times so they beat Detroit in 2006. They shouldn't have even been able to make the playoffs, let alone right. win the World Series. So, it is not out of the realm of possibility. Plus, you said, "Give me those odds one more time." 150 to 1. I mean, you'd be kind of nuts not to sprinkle a little bit to it. I mean, like you said, get some pizza money, throw it over that way and get your I mean,
1: get it. Exactly. That being said, um Love that price for the Tampa Bay Rays. For the second consecutive <laughs> week, we sit here Monday, September thirteenth, dude. Seven to one. I- I'm gonna do it again. The the Rays and the White Sox. I just think that that's the best value right there in those picks. You I know, completely Toronto, yeah, agree. With you. Take a flyer on Toronto, but again, they're young. When they do get into the postseason, that's that's gonna be tough matchups for them. Um, with the Rays, I just feel like they're still undervalued. The market is still undervaluing the Rays, and it's been the same thing for the last three years. So I'll go with Tampa Bay.
0: I will, too. I think they're being at the helm right now. Uh, Kevin Cash, who I think is going to be manager of the year this season. Um, I like the Rays a lot. I wouldn't be shocked if we got a rematch of 2020 taking place this season. It's It's a series I'd love to see. The only series I might like to see a little more, just a little more, is Dodgers White Sox because it's just that much more excitement and that much more star power and, quite frankly, that much more swag i'm looking forward to a swaggy world series
1: seriously man if you have tim anderson in the world series just that whole really that whole lineup that whole rotation for the white Sox. i'm a huge michael kopek guy i just want them to unleash kopek but love the rotation love that bullpen i'm even rooting for craig kimbrell i mean he uh he, 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 he isn't the reason that my cubs struggled down the stretch and had to trade away that whole team so it's crazy because I'm from the North side of Chicago and here I am rooting for the South but man, they're a fun team. You know what I mean? They're, like, yeah, I, I always said that growing up. I was like, you can't root for both teams. You can't say, well, the Cubs stink. So I'm rooting for the white Sox, Like everybody did in 2005, but like this year it's, they're a hard team to root against man. Like imagine rooting against Tim Anderson. You go back to the field of dreams game, like that type of ending. He's the swaggiest player in major. Well, actually, I don't know. Tatis is up there. There's some swaggy players right now. But that's why I love this league so much.
0: Me too, and I agree with you. I think baseball is better than it ever has been. Seriously. And I, and in my opinion, I think this show is better than it ever has been, Ryan. And this has been another great start of the week here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. We're going to be back later on in the week. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. That is it for me, Cody Decker and Ryan Horvath. We will see you again later on this week. Take care. Be safe out there.